Attention Northwest Arkansas businesses and talent seekers. Introducing OnboardNWA.com, your hyperlocal job board crafted for our unique community. Struggling to find the perfect match for your job openings? Onboard NWA simplifies the hiring process, connecting you with the region's top talent through tailored talent matching solutions. Whether you're an employer seeking expertise or a professional looking for your next opportunity, Onboard NWA is here for you. Discover more at OnboardNWA.com and let's build the future of Northwest Arkansas together. Hello, Northwest Arkansas. Randy here, bringing you a quick word from our sponsor, Signature Bank of Arkansas. Since 2005, Signature Bank has been all about empowering our community with local ownership and top-notch banking services. Signature Bank's roots run deep with assets over a billion dollars, and they're right here in your backyard with branches in Bentonville, Rogers, Springdale, Fayetteville, and now including Harrison and Jonesboro. With a growing family of more than 200 teammates, they're ready to serve you with the warmth only a true community bank can offer. And they've got Banco C, the first bilingual bank in Arkansas, to ensure that banking is for everyone. So give Signature Bank a call at 479-684-3700 or visit Signature.Bank online. Mention you heard about them on the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast for that personal touch. Signature Bank of Arkansas, big on assets, local at heart, and a proud member of the FDIC and an equal housing lender. It's time for another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas, the podcast covering the intersection of business, culture, entrepreneurship, and life in general here in the Ozarks. Whether you are considering a move to this area or trying to learn more about the place you call home, we've got something special for you. Without further ado, here's our fearless host, Randy Wilburn. is going on. I am Northwest Arkansas. How are you guys doing this morning? Well, depending on when you're listening to this, it could also be afternoon, but um, I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and I'm excited to be with you today for what I'm terming a special episode of the podcast. Um, This wasn't planned. This time last week, if you had said, Randy, are you doing this episode? I would have said no, because Things happen in life sometimes, and um, it requires you to pivot even at a moment's notice. And so I wanted to share a simple story with you about a family member that uh, I just lost. My, uh, I'm, I married a twin. Her name is Nicola. She has a twin sister named Nadine. 
And uh, Nicole and I met in Boston, and we um, we met at church, right, <laughs> where a lot of people meet, or at least some people do. But uh, we met at church, and um, I uh, I took a liking to Nicola, and uh, we eventually got married. But before we got married, Nicola's twin sister, who was dating uh, a gentleman named Aaron, and they were college sweethearts. They had um, basically been dating since they entered school at Austin P there in Tennessee. And um, I can remember, you know, getting the uh, the talk with Aaron early on before Nicole and I got married. And he was kind of telling me about his relationship with Nadine and how important she was to him and, you know, how, how much he was looking forward to to making her life a special uh, hope they had planned to get married and they did get married and they, I want to say they got, they got married in October or, or yeah, October of 20 of uh, 2000. And the reason why I remember specifically when they got married is because my father had passed away and we literally buried him one day. I was on a plane that night and the next day Aaron and Nadine got married and um, that that's when the storybook romance started, right? I mean, they, they were already together, but that's as they continued to grow in their love for each other. And, um, and then six months later, boom, Nicole and I got married in 2001 and um, life was good. Um, they were living in Atlanta. I happened to be living in Atlanta. So Nicole and I were there and the, and the, the twin sisters were together and uh, we 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 both kind of it was a race, right, to see who could who could start their family the fastest. Although we did take some time um, to be with each other, I'll never forget. We we took a very memorable trip to Mobile, Alabama, and um, we went to Mobile. Uh, what like the weekend before nine eleven, and. Um, and of course, you know, the, the, those events changed everything for a lot of people. But uh, that was a very, very special vacation that we had without kids. And so it was uh, it was very memorable. And we, we, we did a couple of getaways like that, uh, as young couples do. And uh, we just had a lot of fun. And um, I guess I'm saying all this to say that uh, this past week I was I was on a business trip and uh, I got to my hotel Thursday early Thursday morning. And my wife called me, you know, to tell me that, uh, my brother-in-law Aaron had, had heart, had heart attack. And I figured, okay, well, I know he'd had some heart issues before and they were kind of dealing with it. So I didn't think a whole lot of it. And then unfortunately my wife called me back 20 minutes later and said, Aaron's dead. And, you know, everything in my body just stopped. And I was like, this is, this can't be, I literally was talking to this guy a couple of hours before as we were making plans to take our kids and do something special with them while our wives celebrated their shared 50th birthday, which was coming up in a couple of weeks. And we were all going to be together in Boston. Well, suffice it to say um, that ain't happening because uh, you know, the good Lord needed a big angel and decided to call Aaron home. And um, it is, I'm still in shock to this moment, but I, each day gets a little bit better uh, as I think about his life. And um, so you'll have to indulge me. You'll have to indulge this moment of reflection because it's the only way that I know how to reflect is to talk about it, is to tell stories. And Aaron, 
was bigger than life. He was 6'5". He played high school football at a high level. He got recruited. I, I want to say he did get a football scholarship to Austin P. So he was an outstanding football player and um, just a bigger than life individual would give you the literally give you the shirt off his back. And that's just who Aaron was. And so he was my brother-in-law. He was my brother. And I enjoyed being around him. We, we talked about a lot of different things and, you know, he, he, he was passionate about investing and um, he, there was just so much that he was passionate about, but he was more, more than anything, he was passionate about helping people, which was why he ultimately got into being a social worker. And Aaron had a heart of gold. Every time I talked to him, I'm like, man, you, you are working hard, man, with those kids. He would, you know, he worked a lot with kids that uh, came from single family homes, kids that had other social issues that they were struggling with. And Aaron would help them adjust. And he would tell me these stories about these kids and what they were going through. And I mean, he just had a heart of gold. He was always looking out for the kids. He was always looking out and making sure that, that, um, even in the small instances that where they had interactions with him, that they were extremely positive interactions. And sometimes I would remember him, I remember him telling me stories of kids that he would have to really put in check, maybe because of how they were treating their mother or a grandparent or something like that. And, you know, he had to remind them, but he was a big dude. So you, you weren't going to mess with him and you weren't going to give him too hard of a time because he looked like he would knock you out. And, um, and, and so I, I think people, you know, people would mistake just because he was a big dude and say, oh, well, this guy might be meanie, but he was, he was the biggest softy ever. And he was especially a softy for his kids. And, um, you know, we, my wife and I, we were the first ones out of the gate with a, with a, with a child. We had Joshua in 2005 and Aaron and Nadine had Sydney in 2000. Later on that year, they had Sydney. Uh, so they were about seven months apart, our, our two oldest kids. And then um, the next year, we had another child, Nathan. And then they had another child, Christian, beautiful boy with a great smile. And then um, then we took a break. <laughs> and Aaron and Nadine were like, you know what? We want to have a bunch of kids. And we were like, well, you know, have at it. And so they they added London to the mix, a beautiful young lady. Uh, and that's London with a Y-N. And... Um, and then uh, we had little Aiden or the mayor or little nugget as so many know him as, but um, we had him in 2010 and then we just figured, okay, we're both set at three, but Aaron and Nadine pushed one more out and they, they had little Zachariah and, and just, oh, just the cutest little kid ever. He was the cutest little baby with these twinkling eyes and, um, I said, okay, are you guys done now? And I think Aaron said, yeah, I'm not, I, I know we want one, but man, it's, it's, these kids are getting expensive. So, uh, I, they stopped at four. We stopped at three and, and that was it. So the twin girls had seven kids between them, which was great. And Aaron and I, we would, we would revel in, in how fast these kids were growing up and just the experiences having, you know, a, a, a number of kids. We were we were both outnumbered. We were both playing zone as parents, right? We couldn't play man to man because we don't, we had more kids than than we had hands. So, um, we certainly uh, enjoyed raising our families together. And uh, you know, Aaron was just a special dude. Uh, he he was 
he he would he would like I said earlier he would give you the shirt off his back and there was just always something I don't know what I can't, it's hard to describe but it's just always something about him he, his countenance was always positive no matter what he was going through or what he was dealing with um, he lost his mom a couple of years ago and he unfortunately had to bury his dad just three months ago so he's dealt with a lot of loss in his life and I think. You know, for me, as I as I reflect now, and again, as I said, even even at the time of recording this, I'm still in shock that he's no longer here. I keep thinking this is just a bad dream. I'm going to wake up and everything's going to be good. And we've got plans coming up in a couple of weeks when we all get together to celebrate the wife's 50th birthday. But that's not going to be the, that's not going to happen. And so now all I have are the memories and I'm, I'm using this podcast as a way to kind of reflect some of those memories. And so I appreciate you indulging me uh, in this particular episode. It's, it's not specifically about Northwest Arkansas, although they did come to visit us here in Northwest Arkansas a couple of times. And and uh, the most recent time being last summer, and I took Aaron to Catfish Hole because my wife doesn't like Catfish Hole, but I love it. And so I only get to go there like on Father's Day. And whenever somebody comes in from out of town and Aaron, that was, the, I, I mentioned it to him and he was like, oh man, I love catfish. And I knew he loved it. And so we went to catfish hole and we sat down and man, we enjoyed those hush puppies and that catfish and just had a good conversation. And it wasn't always that we were together because of where we lived. And of course the pandemic slowed things down and I didn't see him as frequently over the last few years for obvious reasons. And so when they came and surprised us this past August of 2021, it was, it was great. And we had them, they, they got an Airbnb in Fayetteville and just had an amazing time. And uh, he was like, man, I got to come back again and we're, we're going to do this again. And, and, you know, hopefully take advantage of some of the other things that are happening around here because our kids just love being with each other. They are like brothers and sisters as opposed to being cousins. And um, and, you know, I'm so thankful for that. And um, it's just hard thinking about the fact that he's not going to be around to see those kids grow up. And um, they're they're You know, I know other people deal with this and deal with loss like that. But Aaron was 48 years old. He was young. I mean, I look at him as a peer. I mean, I have him by a couple of years, but I still looked at him as somebody that's around my age that, you know, it could be me. I could I could have passed away. And so it it just calls into question your own mortality when you when you have friends and people close to you and your generation die. Um, I, I, it's one thing when you have a, a parent or a grandparent pass away and, you know, those, that's an intergenerational loss. But when you have a generational loss or somebody that is your peer, it's, it's a much different loss. At least for me, it is. And, and I, I'd be, it'd be interested to know what your thoughts are about that. Um, after you've listened to this episode, because I think we all grieve, we all deal with loss differently. And honestly, this is my way of grieving is to celebrate this man's life because, not only did he mean so much to his own personal family, but he meant so much to me. And, you know, it's one of those things where we don't always get our flowers while we're still around. But I think it's important for us to be mindful of handing out flowers as often as possible. And flowers are really a metaphor for accolades and a metaphor for acknowledgement of how special somebody is in your life. 
You know, I've heard that that uh, often, right? It's like, man, you know, it's 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 a shame that people get so many great flowers and so many accolades and so many they were so amazing after you're dead. It's like I can't hear that, but uh, I am I'm doing the best that I can right now with what I have and the platform that I have to kind of just put out there in the world that hey, you need to be handing out your flowers while your loved ones are alive. And, and while as, as, as much as I told Aaron how great of a man I, I thought he was and, you know, I, I loved how he led by example and really just loved up on his kids and just treated Nadine like the queen that she is. I, um, I wish I had said more, honestly, I wish I had shared more and, um, that opportunity will never come. I, I do believe I'll see him again. I, I believe in that we transcend this time and space and in, in this body that we're in and that um, that uh, while the body may physically go away, that we die, that the soul lives on. I really do believe that. And um, and I know that I will see him again. I, I know because of the promises that I lived on, I live on based on my Bible. And, you know, I don't know where you fall within that. If you're a believer, if you're not, it's fine. I, I just, I feel that way about my relationship with Aaron, that uh, it will, it, it will transcend this time and that we will meet again. And so, um, and that we'll all be together again, all, the whole family, everybody, because, um, you know, our time here on earth is, is really short and you got to make the most of it. And so I think if nothing else, my own mortality um, some of the things that I want to do in my life, um, I had to really think about that Thursday after processing the loss of, of Aaron and, and the fact that he was here one second and he's gone the next. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it, it would be similar to losing somebody to a car accident that you, you know, you would just talk to. And we know these things happen in life, right? And so um, it, it never makes it easy. It really doesn't. But, um, but I just figured I would take some time to reflect on the life that this man led. And, um, I think we all deal with loss. We all deal with loss and we all deal with grief in our own way. And so today I really want to encourage you, if nothing else, if you take nothing else away from this is to cherish those that are around you that you really care about and and recognize that you can you you can and you should make a difference in other people's lives to the point where they will miss you if you're gone and i miss aaron and um it's just it's just really hard for me and um you know i will continue to keep him in my heart and now um i'm going to play a different role for his kids than I had originally planned to play, right? I was just going to be Uncle Randy. It's always cool to have Uncle Randy because, you know, when the kids are, when, 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 uh, the kids are acting up or, you know, whatever, it's like, um, well, you know, Uncle Randy gets the, the best part of it, right? He doesn't have to discipline and all this other stuff. I mean, I would discipline a kid. Don't get me wrong, but now I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta kind of do all of that, right? And, and, um, and still love up on them and, and make sure that they've got what they need. And now I got, now I have seven kids <laughs> to focus on beyond just three. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I, they were on, uh, I pray for them every day. I love those kids as if they're my own, but now 
I really, I have to step up my game. So y'all pray for me because uh, I went from three kids to seven. Um, I've, I've got to be intentional about staying in touch with them on a regular basis. I've got to do things that I wouldn't have necessarily had to do because they have their father. And now they don't have their father. They have their mother still, but they don't have their father. And so, um, you know, a lot of times when loss comes about, it it causes us to have to rise up to a whole different level of responsibility, whatever that might be. And I'm sure some of you can identify with that. And, um, you know, I would just encourage you to fight the good fight, fight through it, even when you are down or you're struggling. Um, when, when, you know, trying to care for loved ones that maybe somebody else would have normally been caring for, but because they're no longer here, you have to step in and fill that void. And, um, yeah, it's going to be a tough one. That's for sure. And, uh, I, uh, I always think about Aaron. It's, it's like, uh, because Aaron was such a tall guy, you know, I'm, I'm six two, but he's six five. So, you know, he, he was t- definitely taller than me. And I used to call him big Mike. And it was, it, I got it from a watching the movie bad boys. And they were, there was a scene in the movie where Will Smith and um, Martin Lawrence were talking about this guy called Big Mike Lowry. And the way they said it was really funny. And so back in the day when that movie first came out, I, that's what I said. I started calling him Big Mike Lowry. And so I would call him Big Mike all the time. Whenever he would call, I'd be like, hey, what's up, Big Mike? How are you? And uh, and then I think we also picked up another name for him, A.A. Ron. <laughs> and and uh, that was from the Key and Peele um uh, substitute teacher skit on YouTube. If you've never seen it before, you've got to see it. And there is a student in there and his name is Aaron, but the substitute teacher mispronounces his name and calls him A.A. Ron. And I thought that was funny. And so um, Aaron was always either Big Mike or A.A. Ron to us. And, uh, and we love that um, having fun with his name and, um, you know, it was just an endearing thing. And uh, he always took it and laughed and and, uh, and enjoyed it. So I'll miss saying that um, anytime I'll see that skit or anytime I see bad boys, I'll be thinking about him as well. But um, needless to say, as I said before, he's got four kids. He's got a wife and um, I'm just going to do all I can to love up on them and uh, be the best uncle that I can be for them. So, again, those of you that listen to this that pray, please pray for me. Those of you that listen to this that that meditate, please meditate for me. Think good thoughts, send light my way, do whatever you need to do because I will take it all because I'm hurting right now. And um, it's just kind of the way that it is. And I apologize. Well, I don't apologize, but I'm sorry that this isn't a normal episode of the podcast. It's just, you know, I have 175 other episodes that you could listen to trying to learn something more about Northwest Arkansas. I just figured I would be a little raw today and reflect on the life of a person that meant the world to me that's no longer here and was taken too soon, at least in my estimation. But clearly God had plans and just needed a big old angel to take to handle some of his business. So with that said, I'm not going to question God's plans because they are what they are. And uh, I do know that I'll see my brother at another time. So I appreciate you guys listening to this special episode of 
the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and uh, we'll be back with some regularly scheduled programming. As I said, we've got a couple of episodes coming up that are going to be the best of episodes over the next couple of weeks as I go spend some time with family up in Boston. And then I'll be back and I've got some I've got some stuff in the hopper that I can't wait to share with you in July. And I think you're going to really enjoy it. But in the meantime, do me a favor. Call somebody up that you haven't spoken to in a while, but that means the world to you and tell them how much you love them, how much you care for them. If you're married, hug your spouse, your significant other, your life partner. If you've got kids, hug up on them. If you've got parents that are still alive, hug up on them. If you have friends or coworkers, without it being super weird, hug up on them responsibly and tell them how much they mean to you. Because um, life is short, folks, and you are here one day and gone the next. And trust me when I say this, even if you live to be 104, it's going, it's coming for all of us. We are all in line. We just don't know the the, the hour or the day that, that uh, we get called home. So. Be encouraged by that and make every minute count. I'm Randy Wilburn, and you've been listening to another episode of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. We'll see you soon. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. Check us out each and every week, available anywhere that great podcasts can be found. For show notes or more information on becoming a guest, visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. We'll see you next week on I Am Northwest Arkansas.